Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Three PKs on Podcast. I am Nathan, and I am with my siblings. On my left, even though you can't see, she's on my left. I have Emily. Yes, hello. And across from me, again, you can't see this, but he's sitting across from me. Uh, this is my brother, Matthew. Hello, hello. Yes. How's it going? Hello. And um, You know what I realized? Even though we're not in our normal location, we are in the same, like, positions oh, we are, to each we? other that mm-hmm. we are. That is kind of interesting. Yeah. In our normal So Emily's recording. usually always on my left. Yeah. I sort of anyway. set it up that way. When I was setting up the <laughs> system, but it was on purpose. Then it was oh. a plan. Wow. No, okay. Yeah, mm. but uh, yeah. Um, as Matthew kind of briefly mentioned, we are kind of doing something a little bit different. Yes. This time mm-hmm. we're um, sitting at a table. We're well, we are sitting at a table, but what's interesting about the table is it's in another state mm. than yes. where we yes. normally are. So. Last week, we mentioned that we were going to be doing something fun that this we week. we weren't going to spoil. That we weren't going to spoil. That Emily wasn't going to spoil. Spoil time is now. That sounds really well, it's bad. Not really well, it's not, I was going to say, it's not I really spoiling. I think I mentioned it before it. that spoiling, to me, always sounds like something's going rotten. Yes, but we, we took three PKs on the road. Say so three PKs on a road trip. I thought that'd be a cool episode title. Oh, nice. Very nice. Be Perhaps. Cool. We'll find out if that's just something I said in the other podcast or if we actually call it that. You'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> mm-hmm. so just look at the title and you'll figure out. I know. I've had that with podcasts before mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, I think this will be a good title for the podcast. I'm like, yep. And that's what you went with. Or I'm like, but I guess you didn't want to do that one. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. we're not the only ones that have done ah. that where we've processed our, the title of our podcast. During the actual recording of the podcast. Oh, God, yeah. That's all I'm trying well, to say. Well, I thought I sort of ahead of time mentioned it to Nathan earlier, but I thought I'd mention it now for whatever reason. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why. I d- yes. So anyway. I know there are some people who like, they'll joke about, oh, this title should be this, but it's like an actual joke. It's not necessarily like it's not yeah. a real title t- suggestion. Titling. But yeah. Titling? This wasn't necessarily a joke. It so. It just yeah. may not happen anyway. <laughs> We we brought our brought our gear on the road and yeah. we are recording in another state, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. We are in North Carolina, North Carolina, as opposed yes. to South Carolina, or East Carolina, or West Virginia. Mount Mama. Okay, I've Take heard people r- reference that song. I don't think I've actually heard that song, except for where okay. someone did what? a version of it in like in a minor key, which made it sound really sad. Oh. What? <laughs> that does sound sad. What, what is the what is, song Con- are you doing? Country Road. Oh, okay. By John Denver. Not to be confused with Bob Denver. True. But any of case, <laughs> moving back to what we were talking about. So we are in North Carolina. We're actually in North Carolina for a wedding, mm-hmm. but we're also no, I'm turning not getting it married. into <laughs> part. Not yet, anyway. Part um, vacation, part, part. You know, I'm coming for the wedding. wedding. Yeah. So we're in. Kil- it's a a wedding vacation yes. combo. Wedcation. Wedcation. <laughs> I was trying to think of a clever name. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> well, it sounds better than vacaying. Vac. Well, actually, it sounds like a Va- okay. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Wedding. We're in uh, Kill Devil <laughs> Hills. 
Yes. Which at first, I remember the first time I heard that name, I was like, oh, I don't want to go there. But then I'm like, wait. But then we kill the devil. We kill the devil. We kill his dreams by preaching the gospel. So and and there you go. it's kind of a fitting place for us. Yeah. Now, the only thing that's interesting is where we're staying. The only thing? There's not the only <laughs> thing, but one thing that's interesting that I... The only thing that is interesting about where we're staying. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a sign where we're in the place where we're staying, it says, and I'm, I'm not going to follow their advice, but it says, drink wine because no good story ever started with a glass of water. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Have you not uh, read about <laughs> Jesus turning the water I was into wine? Say. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, That's there's a good to story. We need to take one of those, those with water. recipe cards that they have there, see how they have them up there, and we need to put the reference of Jesus turning the water into <laughs> wine. Because they're, they're alcohol, they're like, they're like alcohol recipe, like drink recipes. So we mm. literally should do that. We should put down <laughs> the scripture <laughs> reference for Jesus turning the water into wine. Because it's like, so it's like the... The title, and then from the kitchen of, so you could have like mm. water to wine from the kitchen of Jesus, or the kitchen from the yeah. kitchen of God the Father. That might end up happening before we leave. That sounds <laughs> totally awesome. That'd be really yes. funny. It's a good idea. Anyway, but yeah, there's some. There's you know, it's always fun exploring are, a new place. There are other interesting things too. Mm. But um, we. We've never been to this part of North Carolina before, yeah. so it's kind of exciting. Like, yeah, if if we ever have, it was just driving through. But no, I don't think we never have. we ever driven through no. this part. Mm-mm. And uh, I'm excited, too, because at some point we're going to stop by um, where the the Wright Brothers little museum or uh, whatever. Kitty Hawk. Yeah, where they had the, yeah. first, the first flight. Over so. 100 years ago. Really? Was yeah. Right? Wow. Man. I think. That, yeah, no, it was different. Right. It was very early 1900s at the latest. Yeah. I think wow. I, I want to say it's late 1800s. Yeah, that's crazy to think of airplanes having been around for. Yeah. Well, it was like it was the well, yeah, propeller planes. No, that, but that is right because World War One they right. had planes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, that that would definitely be over 100 years then. Mm-hmm. For sure. 1903. Wow. 1903. Yeah. yeah, so, so 117 crazy. years. Crazy, crazy. There you go. Anyway, so we're just here hanging out, recording a podcast. <laughs> so it's fun. The only thing that's challenging is we don't have our stands that we normally have. The so microphone we, stands, yeah. Yeah, so we're holding our microphones. I think we're doing a good job keeping them fairly steady. But I think so. Any think so. Any artifact noise. That's probably just our, our lack our of stands. Uh, yeah. Our Although mic stands. Matthew's pretty good at editing. He mm. might edit any artifact out. Yeah, I guess it could. But, but I might but just leave it authentic, though. <laughs> there we go. Keep my it real. My big Keeping thing is, is, like, if I have to write on my whiteboard. I know. I did u- think about using that. Using my right hand. Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I have to like I I can't use both hands to hold it steady, so oh, I have to like gotcha. True. Yeah. Speaking of whiteboards, is it time for Bible trivia? It can be. Should it be? I think so. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Just kidding. I think we should talk about something else instead. So our topic today. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I can't get my marker open. Hey, welcome to my world. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah. Hopefully not today, but it's happened often where on days that I, I have both hands, it's easier. But <laughs> okay, what I what I mean is, is on days okay. that I'm not holding my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All righty. So I decided to go with a road-ish theme because we are on a road trip. Ooh. So Ooh. they're pretty road, easy yeah. questions because of these factors. So, got marker on my finger. That is okay. All right. Oh yes, I should. I guess I should refresh you on the scores. So where we left last time, we have Team Clever Ducks at two hundred and fifty-seven thousand five hundred, and Team Super Sleuths at two hundred ninety-seven thousand five hundred. So there's a forty thousand point gap. Crushing there. it. All right. Are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. Of today. Okay. What village were two of Jesus' disciples traveling to when he appeared to them after his resurrection? And spelling does not matter. But Oh, good. Shoot. Kind of vague, but I think there's only one account I of think two disciples were traveling on a road somewhere. Let me see. I think I know they went there afterwards, but is that where they were? Are you talking about like where they were stopping for the night or where they were ultimately going? I don't know if it says anything else about where, where they, yeah, where they stopped. I mean, because I don't know if it says it. That's the answer I was going for anyway. What village were two of Jesus' disciples traveling to when he appeared to them after his resurrection? There's a, yeah. I don't actually know if it says they were going further, but yeah. Sat down, ate with him. Again, spelling doesn't matter because it's kind of a wacky spelling. But oh yeah, okay. I forgot to lock in my answer. <laughs> All right, and clever duck say. I'm really not confident in this, but I'm going to say Caesarea. Okay, and I said Emmaus. Emmaus, oh, the road right. to Emmaus, and it's okay. But didn't they go to Jerusalem afterwards and tell? I think they went. The they went back to Jerusalem once they realized what just happened. But oh god, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So that's ten thousand for the super sleuths. Just for the record, how do you spell Emmaus? Because I Emmaus. know I did not spell it right. E M M. A-U-S. Oh. Emmaus. Emmaus. Yes. All right. Ready for question number two? Yes. Question number two. Uh, okay. This will be a multiple choice, but it's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Saul of Tarshish persecuted the early church until Jesus appeared to him in a vision on the road. Where was Saul traveling to when this happened? A. Capernaum. B. Samaria. C, Damascus, or D, Jerusalem. I see that they're <laughs> confident in their answers. They started writing down the answers before I finished the question. But uh, Where Saul of Tarshish persecuted the early church until Jesus appeared to him in a vision on the road. Where was Saul traveling to when this happened? A, Capernaum, B, Samaria, C, Damascus, or D, Jerusalem. 
And all right, they both locked in their answers. So, so clever ducks, what do I you say? I was spelling it out, but I decided to just use the option instead. C Damascus. Okay, and C Damascus. And that is correct. It was on its way to that one I knew. Damascus, like the Christian rock band. Damascus. I don't know. I don't know any any of their songs, so I can't start humming it. And uh, possibly get us copyright strike. No I'm kidding. I'm thinking the Garmo and Keep destined to win. Anyway, I don't that's wanna be, I don't wanna be casual Christian. See the Garmo and Key, also I know. The Garmo and Key, yeah. The Garmo and Key, I know. Damascus. Really? Now, now, if I now I have to go ahead. If I had heard, if I heard a Damascus song, I might know it's them. But now, now I want to look it up because anyway. All right, and the last one <coughs> is the. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Last one's a bless you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All, right. All right. So the last question is, <laughs> is the fill in I'm the blank. Kidding. All right. Mm. And the question is, or here's here's the scripture, fill in the blank. Uh, because straight is the gate and blank is the way which leads unto life and blank there be that find it. Say that again. Because straight is the gate and blank is the way which leadeth unto life, and blank there be that find it. No peeking. All right. So, Team Clever Ducks, what do you say the answers are? So, I don't think my my handwriting is readable because of the way I'm writing it, but I went narrow and few. Okay. And narrow and few. Narrow and few. That is correct. And this one's a couple places, isn't it? So, huh? This one's in a couple places, isn't it? Uh, I only thought I found one place, but yeah. So the the scripture is, but straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. The bonus is where is it found? I'll double check to make sure that it isn't found in two places or more than one place. But um, yeah, the bonus is where is it found for five thousand? I didn't think it was in more than one, but I could be wrong. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh snap! <laughs> I only see it in one, one place, place so far. All right. Let's see if I'm <sighs> correct. I'm going for partial credit. That's right. It's half credit for just the book. Ah, there's so many things to scroll through, and I just searched that one word. Okay, yeah, so it's only the one place that I see. Um, could be wrong, but all right. So what do you say it's found? I went with John. Okay, and I chose Matthew. And the correct answer is Matthew ah. seven fourteen. All right, so that is a five thousand. Second choice. No, I'm sorry, twenty five hundred for half credit. But see, my second choice was going to be Luke, so it's still ah. going to be off. <laughs> All right. As always, give me a second to do but math. I don't know if it counts for anything. I knew it would be in the four Gospels. I knew, <laughs> I knew it was Jesus who said it. <laughs> yep. 
See, I always I always go back to uh, the uh, facing the giants. Wide is the gate, and broad is the way. Yeah, but he, the does he say where it's found? No, he just says what. No, but he, he, he quotes it. But whenever I hear the scripture, I always think oh, of him. Oh, gotcha! Wow. Okay, so if I did my math correctly. It is Team Clever Ducks at 277,500 and Team Super Sleuths at 328,000. Mm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm. I disagree. Yeah, no, I think that's. Should be 330,000. Uh, yeah, it should be 330,000. Okay, yeah, I forgot the 2,000. I just added the 500. All right. Phew. Just getting a little the worried correct, there. <laughs> correct score. Ah. Hey, make Yoa proud. Here you go. I don't think I made him proud last time. <laughs> there was some, I forget what I did. I did some kind of math problem incorrectly. I think oh, it yeah. had to do with my score. So I had to have <laughs> a comeback. Fun fact. Today <laughs> I was watching a math video about <laughs> pentagonal numbers. Of course you were. Which <laughs> also... Yeah, fun, about fun, <laughs> fun fact about Nathan. Nathan really likes math. Mm-hmm. And he will watch math videos for fun, which yeah. I tease him about, but I actually <laughs> find it impressive because I'm like, wow, that's really cool that you just like math. Yeah. No, I, no, see, no, the thing is, like, if about you... What? About pentagonal numbers, which is... It's um, basically numbers about, like, pentagons. Yeah, didn't you know so that? Like <laughs> Oh, well, pentagonal. Come on, okay, Matthew. when you say it like that, yeah, it makes more sense. It, it's a weird word that just means numbers that relate to pentagons. Anyway, okay. Point is, I think Euler had something to do with that. So, oh. so he was literally making Euler proud. There you go. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, with my correctional. Correctional, corrected math it is two hundred and seventy-seven thousand five hundred to three hundred and thirty thousand. Cool. There we go. Very nice. All right, and we'll have more Bible trivia for you next time. Bow. So, what are we talking about? Hmm. What are we going to talk about? It's a good question. I don't know what you want to talk about. <laughs> Well, well, I thought since we are having a little vacation, we can talk about the importance of taking a rest. Yeah. Sounds fun. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, thinking about that, actually, when it comes to doing rest, it, when you rest, the, the concept of rest is something that God, or excuse me, that man didn't make. It's actually something that God made. And he's the original of rest. And let's see if I can find where it says it specifically. In Genesis chapter 2, it says, with verse 1, uh, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. So you see, even, you know, rest is not, you know, just something that that man came up and that, you know, because people, you know, even out in the world, I think 
scientists and doctors know that you have to get rest every once in a while if you're going to be, you know, properly healthy and everything. But it's not just something that we came up with or deduced. It's actually something that God set in place where he himself, you know, actually chose to rest after he created the world. And he set it up yeah. actually mm-hmm. on purpose for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's an example. Well, mm-hmm. There's a scripture, and I can't think of the specific reference off the top of my head, but where Jesus was talking about being Lord of the Sabbath and how mm-hmm. the Sabbath wasn't made just to be a rule, you know, for us to follow. It was made to actually give us rest. It was made yeah. for man. He says, like, uh, was it the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath or yeah, something like yeah. that. Let me see if I can Sabbath find the reference. Man Unless you have the reference. Mm-hmm. Is that, no, that's not what you're yeah. okay. But so God made yeah. it for us for a day of rest, and you know. So it's not that, you know, because the the Pharisees and the religious leaders were trying to be super strict about you can't do this, that, or the other thing only because it's the Sabbath and you have to keep these. And Jesus was saying, look, it's not about the Sabbath day being holy, because just the, the day itself is a big deal. He said it was made for man to rest because rest is important. Yeah. Well, in um. Rest requires faith because of the scripture that I was looking up was um, in Hebrews 4, where it says, we have, who have believed to enter that rest. Hmm. And um, and then down in verse 9, it says, there remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his, his rest, talking about God's rest, has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. And I think with the Sabbath the purpose of it was to cease from our own doings and put our focus on God. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, you know, we kind of see where in the gospels, the Pharisees almost made a work out of the Sabbath, meaning they weren't working, but they made it so detailed, you know, of what you can and can't do. Yeah. Right. You know, by like, like in what Nathan was talking mm-hmm. about, his Jesus' disciples, I believe, were going along picking grain, yeah, yeah, and and describing some of it because they were hungry, right? right. They yeah. wanted something right. to eat, and they're right. and they weren't saying, "Hey, this is wrong," because I don't know if it was wild grain or whatever. They weren't saying for taking the grain. They're like, "It's on the Sabbath. You can't work." It's like, well, you're, they needed to eat something. <laughs> they were hungry, you know. Yeah. yeah. But they were so freaked out about doing a certain level of work on that mm-hmm. particular yeah. day. I actually found the uh, reference. It's in Mark 2. Um, and, yeah, that's basically what happened, what you just said. But it's kind of interesting. He said in verse 26, uh, he was talking about um, David. Oh, actually, verse 25, starting, it says, uh, and he, talking about Jesus, said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry and those with him, how he went into the house of God in the days of Abathur the pr- high priest and ate the showbread? which is not lawful to eat except for the priests and gave the sum to those who were with him. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, uh, not man for the Sabbath. So yeah, like the Pharisees were so caught up with, well, here's my rules that I think, you know, Mm -hmm. I should, you know, you should follow to, to keep the Sabbath. Yeah. But that wasn't exactly God's point with it. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, well, yeah, because the purpose of it was to get your focus on the Lord. Right. Right. 
And when you're sitting there going, well, I can't do this because this happened and I'm not going to do this. And I have this rule and I have that rule. You start to actually put your focus on yourself more so and not on God. And God is the one who gives us rest. So, you know, it always should have been about him. But but they got to the point where they're like, well, there's only this number of steps you can walk a day. You know, you can do this. You know, you can let your animal out, but you can't do this, you know, just so mm-hmm. all these things. And that's not what, not what it, it was meant to be about. And even now for us, you know, Jesus fulfilled all the works of the law that we were supposed to complete. Right. But there is something where I believe that we need to take time to set aside time to devote to God. You know, maybe you know, a certain part of your day or whatever, where you mm-hmm. stop and say, I'm not focusing on myself. I'm not doing anything. I'm taking time to focus on you. And I do believe too, there's times where you do need to take a whole day or a week or whatever to stop and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pause for a moment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm pausing, focusing on myself and what I have to do and what I'm capable of. And I'm saying, I'm focusing on you, Lord. Well, that's a, a good reason to go to church, too. Mm-hmm. It's a, a great opportunity to, to say, okay, God, this is how my week went, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm going to take some time and I'm going to honor you mm-hmm. and yeah. focus on you today. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I thought of um, Matthew 11, uh, the 28, where it says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, so coming to the Lord, he gives you mm-hmm. rest. So he's saying it's taking, because even when the one that you read, Emily, about they've ceased from their works like God did from, from mm-hmm. his, you know, they're ceasing from when that the rest is, you know, taking a moment to set aside your responsibilities, the things that are, you know, that you're all about, and mm-hmm. instead saying, you know, I'm going to focus on on God and it made me think of another scripture if I can find it quickly where um, it uh, talks about waiting on the Lord and it says that those who wait on him will renew their strength it's in Isaiah but I don't know let's see if I can find it quickly there it is Isaiah 40 31 Uh, it says but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength uh, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Um, and so, because he's before, he talked about, uh, I, I don't know all the context off, offhand, but he talks about, you know, people being weary, basically, but those who wait on the Lord renew their strength, you know. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, when you when you take that time to, to spend with the Lord, to focus on the Lord, say, Lord, what do you want? me to do right now that renews your strength for your upcoming week or your upcoming day or whatever is ahead of you you know yeah Mm -hmm. and it's important for every believer to do this Mm -hmm. but i do believe it's especially important for those in ministry and i Mm -hmm. believe that sometimes people walking away from ministry and unfortunately sometimes walking away completely from god I think it has in part to do with them not taking time to do this. You know, mm-hmm. um, we, we love being a part of the ministry and I think we always paint it in a positive light. 
because it is a positive thing for us to be a part of. But, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully we haven't in describing ministry made it seem like it's all a cakewalk. Fun fun, fun and games. We've talked about some things that have been hard for us. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. it, you know, ministry really is hard, though. You know, Mm -hmm. we love it. It's what we're supposed to do. We don't, or at least I don't, I, I think you guys feel the same way, but I don't feel resentful that that's part of my life. You know, I, I, um, feel honored that God would allow me to be part of that because I know what a mess I am (laughs) and I know he knows what a mess I am. So the fact that he would still call me to be a part of it, that's an honor. Mm. And I always remember that, but it's also very hard work. You know, there's just, there's different Mm -hmm, things between, you know, um, just the spiritual attack that you can face when you're going into ministry. And then, you know, sometimes you end up having to deal with people that aren't kind to you that you've, you know, helped and been there for. And then all of a sudden they're doing stuff to you. They're, they're backstabbing you or they just whatever, you know, and sometimes, or even just working through, um, problems with people, you know, just sometimes it can, you can begin to take on the cares of other people on yourself and you can't do that when you're working through, you know, things with other people, you know, it's okay to listen, but you got to make sure you don't take on those cares. And that's part of rest is saying, okay, God, these are all the things that I've dealt with this week. You know, this, these are, you know, things that these people are going through that are, are real and, and need help, but I can't bear that burden. I got to give that over to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, so ministry, it is hard work yeah. and yeah. it can really, if you're, if you don't watch, um, yourself, it can really wear you down. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's something that I think we've kind of always been aware of. So, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're getting to go on a trip now, but you know, when we're not able to necessarily go on a trip, we do try our best, you know, when we go, Oh, well, you know, we don't have anything planned this day. So let's take this day to rest. Right. You know? Yeah. And we do our best to do that. To plan try to, to not have anything planned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's yeah. an important thing to well, purposefully take times to just rest. Well, because the thing is, too, I think we've talked about this. I think we talked about it like several months ago. I don't know if this is a PK thing specifically or if it is being in ministry and helping out at the church is that Sundays can sometimes not be a a rest for you the same way that it would be for other people. Like, you know, if you have to, you know, if you have responsibilities at the church, it can sometimes take a lot out of you. So, I mean, I would just encourage anyone listening if you know if that's you then take some extra time to to rest mm-hmm. yeah. too you know especially if you're doing something every week or or every right. other week you know mm-hmm. t- take or some some time you know yeah or if you have you know in, in uh our situation we also have an additional you know we have jobs right, that we yeah, do yeah. that are not ministry related i mean everything can be you know, mm. right? Yeah, it can, sure. You can every, minister every, every in every situation. Kind of some missions field, but yeah. the, you know, we have jobs in the secular field. Um, so between that and then, uh, you know, that's your during the week thing, and then mm. you come on the weekend, and now, you know, yeah, you're like, doing oh yeah, ministry. I have all these things I have to do. Um, now. You know, yeah. if you're not careful, you can get burnt out really quick, and mm. you you know, you don't want that 
to happen because like I said, some people it's not just burnt out and oh, I need to take a rest from ministry. It's burnt out. I'm walking completely away from ministry mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm even walking this. away from my faith. That's yeah. when it's like, that's terrible, you know? And right. so it's just getting frazzled, you know? Yeah. And it's, how do you stop that from happening? And I know even, you know, I remember before I became a nurse, um, I was, uh, f- for my, one of my, uh, general classes, I had to actually interview, people in the nursing field. So I had two nurses I had interviewed, but one of them, I remember her telling me that she said, you know, nursing is a great profession because you can do so many different things, which I can testify, you know, that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, and she said, you just have to be careful about not getting burnt out. And she said, the moment that you're finding yourself frustrated in your, you know, on a daily basis, that's when you need to relook and go, okay, what do I need to change? And, um, you know, do I need to, you know, work in a different area for a little while? What do I need to do? And that was really good advice. And it's actually something that I've used in my own career, where if I'm finding myself where all of a sudden I'm on a daily basis feeling frustrated at work and to the point where I'm dreading going into work each day, I need to make a change. You know, Mm -hmm. do I need to... Mm -hmm you know, ask about a different schedule or do I need to, you know, work in a different department now, like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something true to ministry where if you're going on a daily basis and you're always frustrated when you think about what you do for the ministry, you feel frustrated or, you know, each weekend you are dreading church service. Mm -hmm. It's time to take a step back and, pray and just say, okay, Lord, you know, I'm feeling frustrated. That's not from you. You know, what do I need to do? Do I need to, um, do I need to delegate things to more people? That's something that's hard for me. Sometimes I want to do everything and I don't want to ask people to help me just because I don't want to put that burden on other people. And, um, but sometimes you need to do it. Sometimes you need to go, oh, you know what? I can't do this by myself. I'm frustrated because I'm doing something all by myself that I really should be asking someone else. Or mm-hmm. sometimes we step out and um, do things that God hasn't really told us to do. They just seem like a good idea. They're not harmful. Mm-hmm. They're not bad, but mm-hmm. maybe it's too much. I remember um, there's Pastor uh, Paul Doherty in, in uh Tulsa, his father was the pastor of their church, Victory Church, and he had passed away. And eventually, Paul stepped up to be the pastor, his son. And um, he said at first he was working so hard to please everybody. You know, he was kind of trying to fill his dad's shoes and people were telling, and he was young, you know, when he became pastor, I think he was either right at 30 years old or just under 30 years old. So he was, you know, very young to come into a, a senior pastor position like that. Um, mm-hmm. and kind of being humble enough to recognize his inexperience. He wanted to, you know, listen to other people's advice, but he said he got to the point where people were, basically telling him how to run the church and he was just doing what everybody wanted and he wasn't really taking time to stop and say, wait, 
this is what I'm supposed to do. And it was kind of mm-hmm. running them ragged. Mm-hmm. And that can happen in ministry where you're going around and you're doing everything people are telling you to do. And sometimes it's things that are good things, you know, in a sense, like it's not a bad thing. It's maybe, oh, you should get involved in this, you know, type of outreach or, you you know, that your church should do this. You guys should do that. And if you just go along with that, you can begin to take on things that you were never supposed to take. And you can begin to confuse the call that God put on your life with all these extra tasks. And you're like, well, God called me to be, you know, working at this church and I've got all this stuff and I'm stressed out. Well, maybe, you know, yeah, God called you, you know, we'll say, you know, God called you to be part of the praise and worship team, but you're trying to do all these other different things that God didn't tell you to do, you know? And, and Mm. that's, I Mm. think a part of rest is taking a step back and saying, okay, you know, am I supposed to be a part of all of these things? Sometimes you are, you know, sometimes you just need the rest is just saying, I feel like I'm supposed to be a part of all these things. I can't do it without your help. So then Mm. it's a matter of humbling yourself and saying, God, I don't have enough strength on my own to do all of these tasks. I need your help. And when we humble ourselves, God gives grace to the humble and he gives Mm -hmm. us grace to go through those times where it looks like a lot is on our plate, but we can handle it because of him. Yeah. 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 And it kind of reminded me of um, a scripture in Matthew 11, which you mentioned Matthew 11, right? Yeah. The end of it there. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll just reiterate how um, in verse 29 it said that Jesus said that um, take my yoke upon you and lean on me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's what you mentioned, right? Yeah. 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 And so I guess the point I, I would like to bring out is that if you're constantly getting, getting battered with stuff, then it's definitely a good time to to stop and pray and say, God, yeah, am I supposed to yeah. do this? His 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 yoke is easy, his burden is light. So right. if you're mm-hmm. feeling heavy burdened, some something's off kilter, right? you yeah. know. Right. So that's the time to go to him because he said, if you're weary, if you're heavy yeah. heavy burden, go to him, go find rest. So go to him and say, mm-hmm. I've got these burdens, you know. I need you to tell me what it talks about. And uh, we've mentioned it before. I want to say it's First Peter five. It says, "Cast your cares on Him, for He cares for you." Yeah. And um, and so it and it's it's true. He cares for you. So you know you have all these cares on you that you know that you don't know how to handle, but He does. Yeah. You know. Well, cast them to Him. It, yeah, it's First Peter five six, and actually the first part of it says, "Therefore humble yourselves under mm. the mighty hand of God." that he may exalt you in due time. And then continuing the thought, it says, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Or so, so I'm sorry, that part is verse seven, but, but verse six kind of introduces the thought. So part of it is, is humbling yourself. And part yeah. of that humility is re- recognizing when you can't do it all by yourself. Yeah. You know, the greatest example of, of ministry would be Jesus, you know, and he took time to, you know, he, he was personal. He did things, you know, he taught people. He sent the crowds away. You know, he sent his disciples on ahead one time and he went to the mountain to, to pray. When, you know, when he, he was walking on the water, he, he sent the crowds away. Then he went to take time just to spend with his father. 
and then he was going to walk across the sea and meet the disciples on the <laughs> other side. But then, right. you know, they were having some trouble. So they got to, you know, have a little talk there and everything. <laughs> but, you know, he took that time to pray. And the other time they're crossing over, he was taking a nap in the boat when the when the storm hit, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you see just those few examples. He took time to rest. And, and again, God set the standard of taking that time to rest in the very beginning mm-hmm. when he created the world and he rested on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. From what he had done, so you know, take t- take that time to rest. Yep, absolutely. All right. Any other thoughts <laughs> on this uh, on that subject? You mean right? Yes. None for I, now. I, I think so. <laughs> I think that's what I mean. <laughs> See, I was gonna. I was d- debating whether or not I should take the uh, smart alec opportunity, but I guess I'll, I will forgo it. I don't have any other thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just thank you, Father, um, for the example you gave us in rest. And Father, we just pray, Father, that you would we would teach us, Lord, how to enter your rest, Father, how to believe to enter into your rest and how to honor you with our time and, and not take on cares, Father, but to cast our cares upon you. And just pray, Father, for your protection over all of us for this week. And we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, all right, all right. I don't know why I like saying that. It just seems <laughs> to fit real nice. All right. Yep. Anywho. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yes. Yeah. And for send bearing us, with us. Send us comments sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for bearing with us as we adjust our microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Phones. Yeah, it was fun to go and do something and say that was the fun part about having the mobile capable board yeah. we were able to take yeah. it other yep. places. So for sure, we may we'll have to, have take to do it again sometime. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Go maybe go on another trip to North Carolina or something there just so we can record Carolina. a little wow. podcast. Been here a day and I'm already up to say North Carolina. Uh, anyway, that's the general idea. So, if you <laughs> want to send us uh, an email, you can send it to 3pks at ibound.org. That's the digit 3. Digit 3. pks at ibound.org. Uh, we have the Facebook page if you want to check it out, 3pks on the podcast. Um, we link to our um, YouTube of the podcast on the Facebook there. Um, but it's on YouTube. It's also on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Tune in if you want to check out one of those or someone you know likes it better, can't have that one, yada yada, as I always say. <laughs> um, you can check it out one of those and someone else to know that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Until next time, stay cool. <laughs> I'll see you in Florida where it's warmer. But still will stay cool. <laughs> it's not, not a burn, right? <laughs> not a burn. Okay. <laughs>